Penetrating the airport perimeter. What do I even mean by that? Let's talk about it a little bit more on today's episode of the Grease Pilot Show. Hey everybody, it's Michael with the Grease Pilot Show and uh, welcome back uh, in the early mornings of uh, or early morning of 6.30 here in Des Moines, Iowa. Down in the studio and got my uh, topic of the day, penetrating the airport perimeter. And uh, this, is a, this is a good one and is good for anybody trying to get started in an aviation business. Um, real quick, before we even start, I'm going to go ahead and drop the schedule for the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and go online and update some stuff to tell you the schedule so you can see it. But every Monday and Friday, we will be dropping new podcast of the Grease Pilot Show at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. So uh, if you're wondering the schedule or when there's going to be a new episode that drops, 6 a.m. Monday and Friday, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, Mondays and Fridays. So today's Friday, so uh, dropping a new episode. But let's go back to the topic here. Get a little drink of coffee. Okay, what do I mean about penetrating the airport perimeter? If you are in the aviation business, odds are, depending on what you're doing, there's always stay-at-home stuff, uh, there's a good chance that, depending on your business, you're going to have to get access to to an airport or airports. And this is for those of you that are just starting out. You know, if you're an established person, then maybe you already have an in. And we can talk about that, but... I'm talking, how do you even get into the airport to kind of start exposing yourself for your business? Because airports are kind of guarded places. Depending on the size and location, and if you're in rural or uh, metro, all these factors um, are going to contribute to how you get into the airport. Um, If you're going into an airport that's rural, a small airport, then penetrating the airport, you know, you could simply walk in and... Uh, the key here is to find the FBO terminal or the place where people transition from uh, flying to coming back to Earth, you know, coming back to driving in the car and um, where they hang out. It's the hub. It's the buzz center for a business, you know, for the airport. And usually it's, where, you know, where the restrooms are, really, because people use restrooms all the time. And it's usually the place where the front desk, if they have one, is. Uh, they may have a lounge area, but that right there is going to be where, as a business person trying to start a new company, you should take your computer and you should be hanging out in that lobby and watching the people come in and out and kind of over or listen to the conversations being had between people in there because that is where a lot of customers will come from. Um, <clears throat> so you want to find the, the, the FBO terminal or the airport terminal at the FBO or at the airport. Um Small airports, you probably can just find that, walk in, you know. Uh, you can probably even walk on the ramp in a lot of small airports. And these are airports where there's virtually nobody there. But if you hang out, like on a weekend, odds are you're going to start finding some people, depending on how rural you are. Now, as you get bigger, as the airport gets bigger, penetrating that perimeter becomes a little harder. Um, just because of security, mostly. If you already work at an airport, 
that's already an in. You know, getting in the airport perimeter is all about who you know or what kind of business you have on the airport. And if you don't know anybody and you don't have any business on the airport, then you need to find a way to make yourself have business on the airport. And one of those ways is to find, uh, connect with somebody and then say, this is the reason why I'm on this airport. So in the example of aircraft maintenance, uh, let's say you get one customer, you know, let's say, you know, one person on the airport field. Well, you need to kind of team up with them and, and anytime you need to get access to the airport, it can be, hey, I'm with Bob here and I maintain his plane, so I'm just getting access to the airport. And each airport's rules and regulations will differ. Some people will say, do you have a permit to do red, you know, maintenance on the field? And let me back it up even more. A lot of times you won't even need to talk to people, you know, talk to the, the, the officials. I'm talking like if you need badged to get into a big airport, you know, security-wise, if there's commercial airline service, oftentimes you need badged. Regardless, you know, you can still get into the FBO typically where pilots can hang out. And this, by FBO lobbies, I mean like Signature Flight Support, which is a big national FBO. They're usually at bigger airports. Pilots are hanging out in the lobby there. You got um, Atlantic Aviation. Pilots are, that's another big FBO. They're hanging out in the lobby there. Shelter Air, another big FBO. You know, these FBOs are, are companies at the airport that have a lobby where people off the street can walk into. And then if you have the right credentials, you can walk into the airport, but that door will stop you from going into the ramp if you don't have the right credentials or the right business being at the airport. So at the bigger, that's what the bigger airports are like typically. And, uh, that, that hub spot for a business is, is key. You know, that's where you want to hang out a lot. Maybe spend, you know, if it were me and I was going to start a new business, at an airport, I would literally get the map out near my home. I would circle all the airports closest to it within a 60 mile radius. And I'd probably spend, you know, at least an hour every weekend. It depends if I had a full-time job. If I was going at this full-time, I'd spend an hour every morning, two hours every morning, maybe even three. I'd pick the hot spot. You know, a lot of people like to fly between eight and 10 or early in the morning, catch them on their way back. But uh, I would go there with my work, so that way I'm working, not wasting the, the time that I'm there. And I'd hang out at the lobby and watch people come and go. If I was starting an aircraft maintenance business and I overheard pilots, you know, I might chime in and say, hey, if they're talking about maintenance, I might go, you know, I, I can help you out. So that's what I mean by penetrating the airport perimeter. Why do you need to do it? That's the next topic. Well, I kind of discussed that, and the whole point is you need to figure out a way to get on the airport to do business with your customers if you have a business that needs where you have to get on the airport. Um, if you don't figure that out and you have a flight school business, an uh, aircraft maintenance business, an uh, uh, aircraft brokerage business, an uh, aircraft detailing business, parts business, whatever, you know, your customers are probably at the airport you're going to suffer. So you got to get creative here and using some of the tactics I described back in that first, uh, what I was just talking about earlier of getting to know somebody so you can get into the FBO or hanging out in the, uh, into the airport or hanging out in the F FBO lobby <clears throat> to get to know customers at least, you know, that's how you're going to get in there. And nothing converts more, nothing converts customers better 
than face-to-face -face interaction. If you're not good at face-to-face -face interaction, then you need to practice with a friend and you need to practice being professional uh, and courteous and you need to figure out a script. You don't have to follow it to the T, but um, having a game plan so that, you know, back it up. Let's say I'm opening an aircraft maintenance business at uh, Centennial Airport, big airport. There's 800 GA or 800 aircraft base there. There's a TAC Air there. I would go to the TAC Air lobby bring my stuff every morning, one of the FBOs, I'd probably do a little, there's a couple FBOs, so I'd just do a little circular or a pattern where I'd go one one day and uh, the next one the next day. To, and before I even go there, you know, maybe the first thing I do is sit in the lobby, get my computer and type up my script. You know, I'm not gonna follow the script to the T, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a, okay, if I hear someone talk about maintenance that's in my perimeter, um, I may interject and say, hey, you know, I overheard and I um, am an aircraft maintenance mechanic. Is there anything I can do to help you? That's simple. That's a simple script. And then from there, it could just be a back and forth. But knowing what you're going to say before you say it is key. Otherwise, you could, you could, uh, you know, look like a real, um, someone that doesn't know what they're talking about in front of somebody, a customer. So simple script, just make a what are you going to say to them when you uh, do talk to them? And, uh, yeah. So, and then we kind of talked, the next topic is airport sizes and the different access to them. And I talked to you about the smaller airports, how you could probably just walk in and the large airports with like commission, commercial airline service. Um, those are the ones you're going to need badges for and stuff like that. So, uh, an example of one of our flight schools that we had in Des Moines, Iowa, you know, you had to have a badge to get in, to get access. We uh, lease space from Signature Flight Support. And the coolest thing about this whole, like, this is an example of how to get a badge. All of our students needed to solo, okay? And in order to solo, they're by themselves. But they can't be on the ramp with, with the airplane unattended without someone with the, with without a badge, essentially, is what I'm saying, an airport security badge. So all of our students had to go through the badging process. If, if you're looking to get a badge, find a flight school and become a student. doesn't mean you have to fly a lot, but it's one way to get a badge. And then once you have a badge, now you're in the mark in there. So um, there's, a, there's another way to kind of penetrate the uh, perimeter there. Um, and then uh, I got the next topic here is uh, let's discuss a little bit about airport minimum standards. <clears throat> what is it? Uh, you know, let's back it up and say there is no rhyme or reason why an airport will, well, there is a rhyme or reason. Some airports have them, some airports don't. Some small airports will have this document, some won't. So the bigger ones typically do. Um, and airport minimum standards is, is the document that, um, give me a sec, let me get a little bit of coffee. <clears throat> Airport minimum document standards outlines the the basically the rules or the what is the minimum standards uh, of businesses wanting to come to the airport or people wanting to interact with the airport. It's made by the airport board or the airport officials. And if you want to find one for a particular airport or see if they have one, you can Google it. Say Centennial Airport uh, minimum standards. 
you can also just contact the airport manager and ask for a copy. But this is going to outline what it takes to do business officially with the airport. And I can tell you right now that a lot of people won't follow it, especially at the beginning. And I don't blame them because I'm not here to break rules. But these are made, this is, a, this is made by uh, city officials. So it's super, um, a lot of them are very detailed, very, there's a lot of stuff in there that doesn't matter. You know, like they want a lot of documents, they want a lot of things. But I get that they're trying to protect themselves in, to some degree. But if you're just starting out, you may not be able to meet the minimum standards. So networking is not uh, illegal. You can go into an FBO and talk to people. You know, there's nothing against that. That's unless the FBO doesn't want you there. So or the airport doesn't want you there. So unless you get kicked out, there's nothing wrong with doing that because you're not really inside the airport perimeter yet. You're in an office just right outside the airport perimeter. So um, and at the end of the day. I'm going to give you an example of aircraft maintenance. We've done a lot of it. And let's say we have a customer at an airport that needs some work done, but we don't have, you know, a permit to do mobile maintenance on Centennials. And Centennials, um, Centennial requires that, right? Airport, we got a customer there that wants some work done. You don't think for a minute that we can just work with the customer to, he lets us in the gate. We work on his plane, he and then we leave, you know, like one time, two times, three times, not a big deal. And I know people that do that for a living all the time, so they don't even care about the minimum standards. I know that's happening all the time. I've seen it. So it's not like I'm sitting here uh, with some underground stuff that's brand new. This is going on all the time, all over, airports, all sizes. People are coming in, they're doing their business, and they're leaving, and they're not even listening to the minimum standards. So... It's up to you. Uh, if I'm small, I'm probably just going to do what I need to do. And then, um, you know, if someone approaches me, I'm going to figure out how I can comply with the minimum standards. Simple enough. Uh, I'm not promoting not doing, not following the regulations because we do follow the regulations. But that's we get to a certain size of company and now it's time to do it. It's time to follow the regulations. And um, honestly, we will follow them anytime we have to, right? But it's not uh, illegal to for a customer to choose who he wants to work on his airplane. And if that person is not on the field, then he should have a right. And his planes broke down or not airworthy, he has the right to have somebody come work on his airplane and uh, get it fixed up. It may not be a permanent situation where you can come and do it all the time if you get the airport officials uh, involved. But I'm going to go ahead and bounce off this topic because there's a lot of gray in it. But... Uh, you guys do what you think's best. And at the end of the day, you know, if you're trying to put food on the table, be safe, be moral, but do what you got to do to do that. You know, at the end of the day, you got to write checks to yourself if you want to make this thing work. If you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to start up and you're starting from nothing and you have nothing, you got to scratch, you got to claw, you got to dig, you got to figure it out. And, um, you know, if you have mentors, that's great. Um, and that's what you need to get into the business. So I wouldn't go stepping over boundaries, but I would definitely um, do what I had to do to get the job done. Um, let's see. 
I got here to list some examples of getting on the inside of the airport perimeter. How do we get on the inside of the airport perimeter as a beginning company? And I talked about that too. A lot of these topics I'm just naturally talking about. You know, we talked about it. the FBO terminal is the hot spot. That is where you're going to want to hang out if you're just getting started out. And um, there's probably a bulletin board. A lot of airports have a cork bo bulletin board or a message board. Perfect opportunity for you to take your flyer and your business cards and just put them up. My experience has been that that's been a very small percentage of our business is people coming from that. You know, looking at the flyers, looking at the business cards. But I have a saying for our business, and it's everywhere on a budget. That means... Just like Coca-Cola throws it in your face and doesn't directly sell to you, he, they just show you like a polar bear drinking a Coca-Cola around Christmas time on the TV. It's like, uh, they don't even say go buy a Coke. They just say, here's Coca-Cola, you know what to do. And the whole point is, get everywhere. You know, when you think pop, you think Coca-Cola because they're always in your mind. And that's how you got to be with your maintenance company. You got to be in everybody's mind. It's a lot of work. And, um, <clears throat> but that's what you got to do. So, um, posters, uh, or excuse me, flyers, business cards, it's another, you know, they're a piece of papers, 25 cents or less to get printed off your home computer. It doesn't have to be professional. It can just be like a cool looking, a, a picture of an airplane saying, Hey, and introducing yourself and telling you what your service is. It, it doesn't, it does matter eventually about the copy and the design, but like to get started, you just have to start. One of my favorite uh, sayings, I think it's by Zig Ziglar, and I'm not sure, so I'm not going to go ahead and, I don't know who said it, but he he says it a lot, and it is, uh, you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great. And that is what I'm saying, is just get everywhere, work your way in, um, put some flyers up, put some business cards up. It's super cheap to do. I carry it around like a, all my business cards in my backpack. And everywhere I saw a billboard, I just put my business card. I had thumbtacks and business cards. So I just bloop, stick my um, business card on the on the pegboard. Every airport I went to, and uh, sure enough, I mean, it didn't. It wasn't a large part of our business, but we would get people, and I'd say, "How'd you find out about us?" Oh, I saw your business card on the billboard. You know, so it's another stream of potential revenue. Uh, that's an. We're talking about examples of getting in as a beginning company. Hang out at the FBO office. Um, get a know a friend. You just need one person to where you can get into the airport if you're at a big airport. You know, find a customer. Once you establish with that customer, that could be your way into the to the airport. Um, get a job at the airport. You know, you could also get a if it's a big airport and you need it on the inside, consider getting a job, a part time job there. You know. Um, and then the other thing is if there's a flight school, become an, uh, learn to fly there. You can get a badge by being a student at a flight school, right? There's so many ways to get, you got to get creative to get in the perimeter. Um, and then we touched on the, uh, my next topic is the print media. I talked about that, be everywhere on a budget. And then, um, cause I mean the key Let's back it up here. I'm looking at my list and thinking, you know, this is going to be a shorter podcast. I'm at 19 minutes and um, I'm trying to think what else we can talk about for this subject that's going to be of some value to you guys. Um, 
I'll go ahead and drop this right now. I mean, we're looking forward to hearing your feedback. So if you have feedback about what we've talked about today, give us a shout. If you have a question about something we, we talked about today, give us a shout. The best way that we're going to respond to you, because uh, we're everywhere. You know, the podcast is on all the different channels, is on our website. Um, and I'm going to get that URL exactly here just so that we... That website, if you go to greasepilot.com, and then at the bottom, it says uh, the Grease Pilot Show in the footer. But uh, greasepilot.com forward slash the Grease Pilot Show. Uh, that's where all of our episodes are. That's where you can leave us a comment. Um, just drop us a line, tell us your thoughts, and we're going to listen to it and uh, go from there because that's what we're looking forward to is hearing your guys' input on this. If it's help, that's the whole point here is to be helpful for you, with you, for you guys. Um, I've been in this situation, and that's why I'm able to talk about this stuff. Uh, I've been on the outside and figuring out ways to penetrate into the inside. Um, the examples I list, I, it all happened to us. You know, whether we knew a maintenance customer and had to get into a secured airport, and he escorted us in there, and um, I've sat in FBO lobbies, lots of signatures. Elliot's this Elliot's is a small FBO in Des Moines and. Um, Omaha, Attack Airs, Atlantics, you name it. I've sat in their lobby and I've, um, you know, ran into people, got new customers, handed out business cards, put business cards on billboards. Uh, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. So uh, I don't know if I have a whole lot more, honestly. Um, I think that I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast by saying the best thing you can do to penetrate the airport perimeter, and I've said it multiple times in this podcast, is to find the FBO lobby and hang out there. Do some work there. They all pretty much have Wi-Fi. Take your computer, get to work, whether you're an aircraft broker, an aircraft maintenance company, an aspiring flight school, whatever it is, if you need to be around your customers that's going to be a great place to be um so that's my biggest advice for penetrating the airport perimeter if you guys have questions go to the grease pilot show forward slash the grease or greasepilot.com forward slash the grease pilot show and with that we're going to conclude this this podcast thank you guys for joining and uh we'll see you next time on the grease pilot show